0: Welcome to Season 2 of Whole Bunch of Cattails Podcast. Be sure to catch up on all the latest episodes wherever you stream. This season explores the Cat Committee's fictional shenanigans, a true story about the cats, and a weekly letter to Grayson, my daughter who's at college, dating her on the mostly real-life happenings of the previous week. A version of the weekly letters are also posted on YouTube every Friday. Check out the beacon link in the notes for YouTube and all other social media associated with Whole Bunch of Cats. And now, without further ado, let me tell you a cat story. When we last left the cat committee, there was a litter of three bunnies living in the basement. And a new cat, Bob had agreed to switch places with Willow. (gasps) Willow is the only black cat in the cat committee, and Bob is a stray cat who happens to be Willow's look-alike. Willow wanted to spend more time outside in the winter and be gone for an entire week in the spring. Most of the other cats in the cat committee hadn't met Bob yet, but they had agreed to go along with the switch to support Willow. Because of Willow's unique meow, he'd taught Bamboo to sound like him. And now, the cats living in the house, or the cat committee, are preparing to meet Bob. Yes! Chapter 6. The cat committee is made up of seven cats. Bamboo and Yoda, the orange tabby cats who've met Bob. Willow, the black cat who's organizing this caper. Lila the tiny, stumpy-legged, ram tabby, Scarlet, the tortie manx, who's only around in emergencies, Bertie, the ginger tabby, who's responsible for the bunnies in the basement, and Sushi, the Siamese, who I refer to as the pip. The committee met the night before the first switch and decided the best way to sneak Bob in the house would be the same way they'd brought the bunnies inside. So the next afternoon... Bob followed the car Skylar was driving into the garage after school. Skylar's my youngest and is a senior in high school. They drive my car and it's the only car in the garage. This leaves the other side of the garage mostly empty. Bob had been told to run to the other side of the garage as soon as the car pulled inside. There were blankets piled on the floor he'd be able to hide under until one of the other cats could get him and bring him inside. They'd all agreed to wait until that night before bringing him from the garage into the house. At around 2.30 the next afternoon, Bob heard the garage door go up and quickly ran to the side of the house until the car pulled inside. Then he sprinted into the garage and quickly hid under the blankets that were once the bunny's bed. Because there were a pile of blankets on the floor, Bob was able to lay on one while being covered by the others. Bob was in heaven. He'd never had a blanket before. And while he was laying in a pile of them, waiting for the cats to come get him, he made a decision that he was going to do anything he could to stay. (laughs) He hadn't even been inside. But he knew this was a good place to be. Once Jaden, the 20-year-old, left for work, he works overnights and is the other human besides Skylar and myself who live here. Bob woke up, stretched, <sighs> and got ready to go inside. Willow had told Bob that once Jayden leaves, it's not much longer before everyone else goes to bed. So he knew it was almost time. Finally, the door to the kitchen opened, and Bamboo and Yoda let him in the house. Bob looked through the door and slowly walked down the three stairs from the garage to the kitchen. The sights and smells were much different than the outside. Everything smelled tame. The floor felt soft and smooth, unlike the rocky terrain where he had been stained.
1: Yes! I'll never forget the first time Bob came into the house. Most of the other cats have had an indoor home for our entire lives. Seeing Bob's first experience with the indoor and climate control... Made me tear up a bit. That sounds sweet! What a sweet moment.
0: As Bob came down the stairs, he saw Lila, who he'd met once, and nodded to her. She nodded back and mumbled, welcome, under her breath.
1: Not going to lie, I had my doubts about this. He did look like Willow, but I already knew he kept his tongue out and didn't meow.
0: (laughs) Next he met Bertie. Of course I'd seen Bob outside, but this was our first official interaction. Sushi introduced herself, as she'd only seen Bob out the window. Sushi isn't allowed outside. While Bob was meeting the cats, Willow came upstairs. Oh no, Willow was
1: also in the house. If anyone saw both cats inside together, the jig would be up. I tried to go outside, but Mom kept telling me it was too cold which is exactly why I want to do this occasional shift. That woman is relentless about temperatures. It's like she's watched too many of those sad pet commercials.
0: Since both cats were inside, Willow decided to sleep in the garage. This would hopefully eliminate the risk of any human seeing both cats inside at the same time. Once Bob had met the cats who greeted him, he saw the bowls of cat food and asked if this was for them.
1: Yes! He was so excited to have so many bowls of food. It was super cute.
0: Bob ate and ate. The other cats tried to warn him, don't eat too much,
1: you'll get a tummy ache. I told him, if you eat too much, you'll get sick. Mom gets mad. She hates it when we overeat.
0: Good gravy. Bob did not listen. He couldn't help it. This was the most food he'd ever seen in one place. And as Yoda predicted, his stomach did not agree with so
1: much food. Thankfully, he got sick on the wood and not the rug. Mom would grumble about cleaning it up, but she wouldn't fuss at us too much.
0: <laughs> After Bob ate, he needed to go to the bathroom. He started sniffing around on the rug. Uh
1: oh! Stop, I yelled. Do not use the rugs for litter boxes. Uh oh!
0: Bob looked confused. He'd never been restricted on bathrooms. Living outside, everywhere had the potential to be a litter box. (laughs) Sushi showed him the cat bathroom. He did his business. There are two more litter boxes, one in my room, but my door was closed, and one in Skylar's room, but that door was closed too. Sushi suggested just using the cat bathroom while he was inside anyway. During the intros, the meal, and the bathroom, Scarlett had been on a shelf in the living room, hiding. I beg your pardon. I was observing. <laughs> Scarlett decided she liked Bob. She'd been in a hoarder home before living with us and never had a litter box either. She liked how he restrained from using the rug and had found the bathroom agreeable. She made her entrance and her introduction. So far, all of the cats were getting along. The only mishap was Bob overeating. But even that happened to the best of them. Good gravy! There was still one more thing we needed to tell Bob. (gasps) As Bob was looking around, he walked over to the stairs. He took a deep breath through his nose. Bob had been living in the outside for a long time, and there was no mistaking that smell. Uh Uh-oh. The cats rushed over and all started talking at once. You can't eat them. You can't hunt them. You probably shouldn't even be around them. Bob laughed. I don't eat rabbits, he told them. They're too cute and too big. Do the humans know there's wild rabbits in the house? (laughs) The others told them the story of how the bunnies came to live with them. Bob liked this house and these cats more than he thought he would. He was definitely going to figure out how to stay. The rest of the night was spent just hanging out, sharing stories of their lives and getting to know Bob. They also talked about their plans for the next day. The real test would be, once I got up, what I noticed, Bob, was not Willow. When I woke up, I walked out to the kitchen. There was a mess on the floor, which greets me many mornings. (laughs) Cats overeat and leave me a mess to pick up. (laughs) As I started to clean it up, Bamboo and Bob ran to the door, meowing. (coughs) Of course, I thought it was willow meowing, and Bamboo just wanted out too. Stopped cleaning up the mess and let them both out. I paid no attention to either cat. I assumed it was Willow meowing. As I finished cleaning the mess and walked toward the trash can, which is next to the kitchen door, the door opened and in walked Willow. Didn't I just let you outside? Since Willow had spent the night in the garage, he was hungry. He'd heard the front door open and thought the coast was clear. Uh oh.
1: Oops.
0: <laughs> huh. I must be losing my mind. I swear, if I just let Willow out with Bamboo. But that couldn't have been. Ultimately, it was much easier for me to believe that only Bamboo had gone outside. That seemed more plausible than Willow had gone out with him and then magically come in the garage door to the house. Of course, the fact that Bob was the one I let outside never crossed my mind. I still didn't have any idea what the cats were capable of doing. As I walked past the front door, Bamboo was sitting there staring at me, ready to be let inside. Hmm, I guess I'm so used to letting Willow out. I imagined it was him too. Regardless, when I let Bamboo in, Willow ran out. He wanted to talk to Bob to see how the night went. Willow went to the backyard and down to the creek, where Bob usually stayed. They talked about the night before and both agreed the plan was working. The next step was for Bob to go inside through the front door during the day. Did Bob fool the humans? No time like the present. Willow and Bob walked to the front. Willow hid under the deck while Bob stood at the door. Willow meowed and meowed. Finally, I went to the door and let the cat inside. Geesh, Willow, you're being so loud. Bob went to the food bowl, and I thought nothing of it. I even talked to him. Willow, are you still hungry? (laughs) Now, since Willow doesn't like being pet much, I didn't get too close to Bob and didn't realize he wasn't Willow. The switch was going well. Either Willow or Bob would sleep in the garage at night if it was super cold, while the other would sleep in the house. If it wasn't below zero, Bob would stay inside and Willow would spend the night in the wild. And by wild, I mean my backyard. (laughs) In the morning, Bob would eat from the cat bowls and then he and Bamboo would wait at the front door. Bamboo meowing shrilly until I let them both out. Willow would come in during the day to eat, but wouldn't stay inside for long. He was having a great time outside, and Bob was having a great time inside. There were a couple of times they nearly got caught. (gasps) One was when Bob came in and climbed to the top of the cat tree. I actually called Skylar, saying, I think Willow's clone is in the house. I knew Willow had a cat outside that looked just like him. The kids and I had seen him many times. I just didn't know the cats had been sneaking Bob in for a bit. (laughs) Of course, Skylar did not believe it and let him out when they got home. Mom, there's no way a strange cat would come inside and the other cats would be okay with it. The second time they nearly got caught was several months after they'd been doing the switch. I was in bed watching a movie. Several cats were laying around me, including Bob, who, of course, I thought was Willow. I was shocked. Willow, you're hanging out on the bed? That's new. I guess Bob heard the tone in my voice and jumped down and ran into the other room before I looked closely at him. Cheepers, creepers. Willow's plan worked perfectly through the winter. Then came spring. in time for him to be on his way back to the park where he lived the first year of his life for one week. Bob was all set to take his place. The other cats were on board. Bamboo had mastered Willow's meow. I still didn't know Bamboo was an imitator. Although, Skylar had heard Bamboo meow and made a comment. Mom, Bamboo sounds like Willow. I was busy doing something and that observation went right over my head. As Skylar says, I run like Internet Explorer, slow to process. (laughs) Be sure to tune in in two weeks to see if the humans notice Bob isn't Willow while he's away for a week. Will Bob continue to get along with everyone? Will Willow find his way back to the park? When will any human notice that there's three bunnies living in the house? All this and more on the next episode of Cat Shenanigans. And now,
1: a word from our sponsor. Oh, that's us, Willow here. And this podcast is brought to you by a whole bunch of cats or specifically members of the cat committee and mom. Mom does the writing, recording, editing, and producing. The cats are doing the laying around and being adorable. That makes it easy for mom to tell our stories and even make some up. Here's the mostly true story.
0: Last week, I shared with you about the cats at night and how hard it is for me to sleep with them in my room and also how challenging it is to get all of them out of my room at the same time so I can sleep without interruption. They're smart rascals. They know when it's getting close to bedtime and Lila, Birdie, Scarlet, and Sushi often take turns hiding under the bed to spend the night in my room. Trying to get the sneaky guys out from under the bed isn't easy. I may think they're all out of my room, but invariably, one of them comes out after I've closed the door for the night. It's also tricky when I open the door to let one cat out, several more tend to run into my room. The other night, I had the door closed, all the cats out, and then Jaden, my son, came in to tell me something, and Sushi so immediately ran inside. She darted under the bed making it impossible to get her. As he was calling her to come out, Bertie ran into my room and joined sushi under the bed. Then Yoda came strolling in. Jaden went in the kitchen to shake the treat bag and everyone ignored him. They'd rather stay in my room than get a treat. Instead of a treat, I decided to try enticing them out with food and water. As soon as Yoda heard the garage door open and me digging in the food bucket, he came into the kitchen. When Bertie heard the kitchen faucet start running, she came in to get a drink. Nothing could get sushi out that night, but one cat is more manageable than three or four. I thought by now I'd have a proven solution to removing all the cats from my room at night. Unfortunately, I don't. Each night is another adventure. Last night, I waited until bed and tried the food and water trick. Then I did a head count. While the cats were at the food bowls, I ran into my room and shut the door. Ah, peace. I'll continue to use the feed the cats right before I go to bed method until they realize what I'm doing. Then stop trying to eat as soon as food is put out. I don't imagine it'll take too long. They have food all day to eat. Cats are funny though, because every scoop they seem to think is a brand new flavor. (laughs) Those cats, I tell you what. Thank you everyone for listening. And now, a weekly letter to my kid at college outlining the unfolding drama of the Cat Committee. Dear Grayson, It's my birthday week. Ha, it's not near as exciting turning 52 as it was turning 22. (laughs) The cats are not impressed by my ability to age gracefully. Lila and Sushi have been fighting a lot lately. Sushi is trying to show her dominance, and it may actually be working. I saw her fussing at Bamboo, and he backing down. Funny how that shy, timid girl has slowly started taking over the house. Although she's still not allowed outside, I know that hurts her feelings. Of course, Scarlet doesn't care about going outside. We had a couple of warmer days last week, and the rest of the cats enjoyed the freedom. Yoda is such a stinker. He goes outside then he comes inside to use the litter box sir you are outside do your business there <laughs> Izzy is still here I Skyler to let him out Skyler asked if it was because I thought the other family might be missing him no it's because it's 60 degrees Izzy likes to be outside but I think Skylar enjoys having the company at night he's a good boy but with not getting along with the others I worry he's bored downstairs. Hope the weather continues to stay nice. I've been able to start moving things from the garage to the back deck for the garden. This is very confusing to the cats who are used to having a mostly empty deck. Birdie has decided to perch on top of the new workbench that's out there. She's not going to be too happy once it's covered with stuff. I'll admit, it is a nice place to get sun. Isn't that funny? Cats love their sun they'll find it anywhere, including on a stair. (laughs) All this talk of sun and changing weather makes me even more excited for summer. Can't wait for you to be here full-time. Make good choices. Love, Mom. You can check out a version of The Letter to Grayson on YouTube at Whole Bunch of Cats. New videos are released every Friday. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Whole Bunch of Cat Tales. I'm taking a bit of time off for my birthday, so join me in two weeks for another chapter of Cat Shenanigans, a mostly true story, a letter to Grayson. Creating a podcast takes more than just me. Thanks to Buzzsprout for hosting the site and Epidemic Music for the tunes as well as the sound effects. If you're interested in podcasting, affiliate links are in the notes. If you have any questions, comments or suggestions reach out via social media or email me at a whole bunch of cats at gmail.com thanks for your support have a great week make good choices love the cat committee